Hello and welcome to me, myself, and I, how to have a relationship with me. My name is Charlene McClendon. I am a licensed professional counselor in Atlanta, Georgia. Remember, the information I will be sharing with you is for educational and informational purpose only and is not to be used in lieu of mental health treatment. Today, during this podcast, we're going to talk about this famous statement, a quote, I don't do relationships. I hear people say all the time, I don't do relationships. And I will ask them, what don't you do in relationships? And a lot of times they can't, they'll say, I just don't deal with people. I don't like people. And the question becomes, is it that you don't like people? You don't deal with people? or you don't like your experiences and the pain people bring. So let's jump into it. Relationships are those most, is the most powerful and vital thing we experience as human beings, right? It's also is the most devastating thing that we can experience as a human being. Think about it from the perspective if you're a parent. If you've had a child, And the amount of love you experience, right, when you have this child, usually is beyond anything you've ever known. It shows up through your relationship with your child, right? Or if you felt that person who makes your heart sing and y'all get each other, they are, you become one, they get you, you get them, and they just your person, right? That relationship with them will be different, than someone who has endured a lot of hardships in a relationship due to people, right? People are the driving force in our relationships. Oftentimes, the relationships can become overwhelming and unattainable because of the pain we endure due to people, right? But it's important to understand that as human beings, we are innately needed for a connection, We have this innate need to be connected to people, things, the warmth of people, right? But what we fail to realize is even though we have this innate need to be connected to people, but relationships have to be developed and learned. Just because we have an innate need to be connected to people, we have to learn how to be connected to people through relationships. Therefore, establishing a relationship, though, first starts with the relationship you've experienced. And usually that's with your parents or your caregivers, right? Parents and caregivers, and you've heard me often talk about this on the podcast, we like to think that our childhood, we can just ball it up, put it in a box, and we can throw it away. But our childhood sets the tone and also creates the blueprint for who we are as an individual, We come along and we write in pencil in the blue book, in the blueprint, or we erase something off of the blueprint and make it our own. But our relationships are connected to the experience we have with our parents and caregivers, right? Parents and caregivers build that relationship through the human connection, through the warmth, through the community, through the way they stimulate us, and through the way they protect us, right? What they give us is modeled for us. It's the blueprint for how to establish a relationship. 
But if we have a lot of trauma of pain included in that, right? And also when we're dealing with people who are not perfect, our view of relationship can become skewed. And our view of how to have a relationship can become skewed. So when we're learning how to build a connecting or stimulating or protective relationship, right, with ourselves, if it, it can become a big struggle. It can be a struggle to establish that with ourselves because it was a model for us, a demonstrator to us, or a lot of the pain we experienced in our relationships growing up created this hardship of knowing not how to take care and be loving and kind to ourselves. Being in relationships or connected to people, right, is very important. But when we have disappointment and trauma and pain introduced in it, what can happen is we can believe that a relationship isn't good, right? So we get those statements of, I don't do people, I don't like people, I don't do relationships. So, and it's not that we don't do them. We don't like the pain and we don't do the pain we've experienced, right? So what we want to do is <clears throat> be able to just start and to identify the difference between what we've experienced in our childhood, the what was modeled for us in our childhood, and what the foundation was set in our childhood based on what we want to create for ourselves, right? And when we do this, right, it can cost us to believe that um, we get to choose what type of relationship. And when we don't do that, what it does is we believe that if we go out on our own or distance ourselves from other people, that is our only choice. But it isn't your only choice. Learning to build a relationship with yourself and be kind to yourself, see yourself, get to know yourself and be intentional about yourself can set the stage for the relationship with you, but also the building of that relationship with other people. I want you to remember, you take you everywhere you go. So the relationships that you're choosing, right, you are engaged in it. So it's important for you to establish how you want to be engaged as your individual self in a relationship with you, but also in a relationship with other people, right? It's not just the people that build the relationship or people that build safety and trust in relationships. It's you first building safety and trust in a relationship for yourself. Or better yet, the safety and trust that your parents and your caregivers built for you in the relationships that they modeled for you, but also in the relationships that they had with you. Relationships can be the most powerful thing. Oh, it can also be so amazing, but yet it can be damaging, right? When we experiencing due to trauma and pain and disappointment right? It can set the standard on how we see ourselves, how we show up for ourselves, more importantly, how we value ourselves. Last podcast, I talked a little bit about how our emotion can create our value. Our relations also, which is tied to our emotions, help support the value system we have about ourselves. So the decision you make for yourself or sometimes it can be the lack of decision you make for yourself, right? Because sometimes we think it's just what choices we make, but sometimes it's the choices that we don't make, right? Can set and drive the relationship that we have with ourselves and have with other people. 
when kindness and respect and love are shown, are shown as our blueprint for our relationship, that's with our parents and with our caregivers, right? We then learn for ourselves how to be a whole person. Not how to be a perfect person, but how to be a whole person. A person that sometimes makes mistakes. A person that sometimes don't always get it right. Uh, sometimes a person who intentionally or unintentionally, right, engaged in something that can be detrimental to yourself. But even in all of that, you still deserve to be seen. You still deserve to be wanted and you still deserve to be loved, right? But however, sometimes when we have the pain and the disappointments and we experience them without a modeling of healing, right? We're without a modeling of forgiveness and patience, right? A relationship can seem that it's not worthy. And it is. It's just the work that we put in. We want to believe sometimes that, that we get with this magical person. And when we get with this magical person, they're going to come in and they're going to make everything right. No, they're not going to make everything right because they can't come in and be everything you want them to be. They can come in and be themselves and support you in being yourself. So what are some of the, and what are some of the things and why are relationships so important? Relationships are important, right? Because it increases our emotional well-being. When we have a relationship with ourselves and we are in track and on track with our emotions, we create a, a emotional well-being for ourselves that then is transcend out into the world, right? Another thing is relationship increase our stability. Think about it. When you're stable with you, you're intentional with you, that then carries over into your relationship. Also, relationship demonstrates safety and trust. When you have that blueprint, when you develop for yourself safety and trust, then you tell people what safety looks like and teach people what safety looks like. But also, in doing that, it allows you to be able to trust them. Also, relationship creates openness. You feel an acceptance of who you are. You're able to see the whole of who you are. You're able to see um, all your mistakes. You're able to give grace to the whole of who you are. And lastly, relations establish self-respect and self-love. When you build that relationship with yourself, when you have that emotional well-being, when you're stable, right, and you feel safe and you're trusting of yourself, you're open with yourself, right, it then gives you self-respect and self-love. And that's what we give to ourselves as a gift, but also is what we teach people that we need. We set up the blueprint for our relationships with others on how we want to be treated. If we are confused about how we want to be treated because we don't treat ourselves that way, then we can give up that message to other people, right? That we're not sure on how we want to be treated. So then they decide for us how they want to treat us. So it's very, very important to understand, right? It's not so much that we don't do relationships. We do relationships. We just don't like the harmful relationships that come in and inflict um, trauma and pain and disappointment and hurts. We don't like that. And so it's very important, right, for you to get into therapy with a good therapist. And when you get into that with a good therapist, that you identify the difference and define for yourself, right, 
um, painful relationships from pleasurable relationships? How can you communicate? What do you define them as? And how do you share it? And how do you expect that back from other people? It's very, very important. Remember, the greatest gift we have is the gift of being connected, the warmth of someone, being wanted and seen and loved. And that's important for others to want that, be in that relationship with us. But first, it's for us to give it to ourselves. You know, I don't like to end a podcast without leaving a great quote. And today, my quote will be coming from Maya Angelou. And it says, I believe that the most important single thing beyond discipline and creativity is daring to dare. Again, I'm going to read it to you. I believe that the most important single thing beyond discipline and creativity is daring to dare. So are you daring to dare to love you? Are you daring to dare to build a relationship with you? Are you daring to dare to see you, to discover you? Take hold to this quote from Maya Angelou. Be able to dare to be your best you. And in order to be your best you, it's first to discover you, to define you. And after you do that, then you're able to teach people who you are. You know, at the end of every session, I like to leave you with this statement. And that statement is, be good to yourself because it's only one of you. Have a good one.